Philip Griffin is actually quite shocking. So the recommendations by this commission, which looks at the salaries of members of, of, of cabinet, uh, premiers, uh, deputy ministers, also judges and magistrates, they've recommended a 3% increase for them. This is the very same judges who a few months ago had agreed with government um, in a court case when they had imposed a wage freeze upon public servants, upon nurses and teachers and doctors, cleaners and security guards, police officers and so forth. Um, they, were, they, were, they had rejected workers' pleas for an inflation increase for 2020 to better take the salaries and the pensions. They had dismissed it. Um, this is the same Treasury which is now supporting this recommendation, especially for members of Parliament, who had also ignored public servants' pleas for an increase in 2020 and for an inflation increase last year. So it's quite amazing now that this Commission can recommend it. And the Chief Justice, on behalf of the judges, says, yes, judges are struggling. They actually get a 20% increase. Um, it's the same Treasury which says, no, they need to give an increase to members of Parliament to avoid their pensions being eroded and then becoming demoralized. Yet when it comes to public servants, they're quick to say, no, they earn too much, oppose a wage freeze. So if a wage freeze is good enough for public servants in 2020, then it should be good enough for politicians and for the judges. But again, we are not also blind to the pressure facing the fiscus as well. Um, so if there's a pressure on the fiscus and the fiscus, the government is struggling to take care of or to provide funds for many times it's facing to provide a salary increase of public servants, then whatever money it does have, must be geared to, to those who earn the least. So it must be geared towards nurses who earn 180,000 rand, to police officers who are expected to risk their lives earning less than 200,000 rand a year. It should not go to the end of the cabinet to earn 2.4 million and live in free government housing and provided with free transport and many other benefits. It shouldn't go to judges who earn above 1.5 million rand. So for us, it really is quite abysmal. Um, the Commission has got a history of making such recommendations and the president has often rejected them correctly. We hope he will do so again. And we think going forward, in fact, they should actually be required not just to consult with ministers who've actually got a direct and uh, financial conflict of interest in their recommendation, but, but they should also be asking members of the public, what do they think about these proposed increases for politicians? Um, because you could ask, do ministers really deserve an increase? Do provincial premiers and NEC deserve an increase? When often they are failing... To do, to do what they're mandated to do, to improve the lives of ordinary people. Mm. That was going to be my next question. Is it time to look at how the Independent Commission on the Remuneration of Public Office Bearers works, how they come to these decisions? We think it is time, and it is quite amazing when you look at the, the report, where the only people they've consulted are the Ministers of Finance and the Minister of Justice, as if no other South African has got a, a vested interest. Um, I think ordinary nurses and teachers will be very keen to have a comment <laughs> on the increases for the judges after the judges have said they don't deserve an increase. Mm. Um, I think ordinary South Africans who are struggling to pay taxes, who are struggling to pay for petrol, uh, to take care of their families, would be very keen to have a comment on what uh, members of, of Cabinet should be earning. So, yes, we think this should be open up for the public to make comments on, that the public has a say. Um, we don't deny the impact of inflation on anybody in the family, whether they're rich or poor. But when times are very tough and uh, funds are very limited, as government is saying, then let's direct those, those limited resources to those who can least manage it mm. with inflation and to those who are on top can afford to make a sacrifice for those who are at the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's what you brought up earlier, uh, Matthew Parks, is, is it's the poor that struggle through all of these things and it's the poor that don't seem to get the increases, whereas the rich are sitting pretty at the moment. They, they might be able to absorb a little bit more. 
Yeah, they can. I mean, so you're right to say in previous discussion, <clears throat> fuel, uh, petrol price hikes are huge. Mm. Um, but, you know, people who are earning two and a half million rand who've got a government car and the department pays for the petrol, they don't feel it. They will have no idea what petrol is. But an ordinary nurse who is maybe taking home 8,000 rand cash before she must pay her debt and all that, mm. she feels it and she's struggling. Most workers spend about a quarter of their salary on transport, and that was before this huge fueling crisis this year. So really, they have very little space. Most workers, including public servants, are highly indebted. Many have lost wages. Many are struggling, even though they're lucky to have jobs, but they're struggling because they have to support increasing numbers of relatives who have lost their jobs and lost wages. So there's a huge pressure on the bottom, and that's where we need to end mm-hmm. all of our resources and all of our solidarity. If if the, the courts rejected the increase in 2020, what will happen if President Cyril Ramaphosa accepts this proposed increase? Well, then he must expect a huge public backlash, and he must expect unions um, to accept nothing, nothing less than an inflation increase this year. In fact, they would expect a, a bigger increase, and this will be used to, to spank governments, to be honest. Um, government will have no moral high ground or standing in negotiation on the wage bill, which is about to commence if it gave itself an increase. Um, it would have no standing at all. So it would be to government's own detriment to do it. I'll be really quite surprised if they did it. Um, last year, and for a couple of years now, the president hasn't given an increase to members of cabinet. At times, he's given an increase to judges, I think out of fear of, of a brain drain. But again, government needs to explain why they must impose this freeze on the judiciary for members of parliament, and the chief justice must also play his part and say, to judges, we are struggling right now. We can't afford for the, the court clerks, the correctional service officers, the police officers who make the, the courts run not to get an increase, and what they must do is to make, is to make a sacrifice in order to help that happen. But right now, it really it undermines the credibility of the state, and it, to be honest, after the, the Constitutional Court and the Supreme Court judgments earlier in the Public Service Wage Agreement for 2020, it will really undermine the standing of the judiciary amongst ordinary workers, where they will be seen to have agreed with government opposing a wage freeze in 2020 and walking away from a signed wage agreement, only to give themselves a wage increase. Mm. That will really undermine the credibility, to be honest.